All right, welcome to episode 76 of Six Point Weekend. Uh, with me tonight, uh, I'm your host, Chuck Gibbons, and co-hosts are Dave. Hello. And Ebony. Hello. And nobody else, because it's just us. Um, big thanks to Ryan last week for for joining us. Um, it's always good to hear him, hear his thoughts. Um, but yeah, uh, we actually have a game to talk about. But before we do, um, Ebony, can you tell us who brings us here today? Because I forgot last time and i wanted to make sure not to forget this time <laughs> we're brought to you by tasty beverage company right here in downtown raleigh they have all the beer needs you could possibly possibly want um check them out tastybeverageco.com and um, we're also brought to you by london bridge pub where we hosted where uproar hosted mm-hmm. uh, their watch party for the game um versus gotham uh so shout out to them it was super fun um yeah uh so both of those places out because they're near and dear to all of our hearts and they're right here in raleigh yeah and just a reminder and just a reminder to everyone the uproar will be hosting another watch party on monday evening for uh the courage versus racing louisville now were y'all able to do that outside or was it inside uh i was not actually at that particular watch party so i were just because i'm still it was inside it was inside well once the weather gets yeah it was inside um it, it was just uh it was nice. It was it was literally just us in the bar. Um, it was nice a nice crowd. Wasn't too crazy. Um, everyone kept their social distancing rules intact and had some good food and some good beer and some good shots. Oof, mm, those shots definitely needed that. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna get into this game. I, I would imagine people weren't socially distanced from punching a wall uh, because there were moments of of like of i don't know like this game had everything holy crap yeah where's the stefan gif Uh, this 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 game had everything um no but for real let's just get into it fucking uh all right so so let's just say yeah (laughs) so the courage lost this match in new jersey to gotham uh four three um we're playing the new jersey side not the new york side that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, sure. Make sure. So two two goals from Dabinia uh, for us, uh, a goal and an assist for uh, Jess McDonald, uh, but uh, two goals for Midge Purse uh, for okay. Gotham FC as well. Uh, one for Carly Lloyd and a late winner uh, by Evelyn Viennes, uh in stoppage time that gave Gotham the win hmm. for this one. And, so. and as soon as as soon as the ball was dribbling in the stoppage time, I'm like, this is going to be a goal because, of course, it will be because in my head right before I was like, man, I'll be really happy to walk away from this game with a point. Holy shit. You know, like mm-hmm. we're down down twice, I think um, down early twice uh, and and still managed to, to claw ourselves back only to uh, it just like dribbled underneath like uh casey murphy's gloves like she got a bit of a hand on it but it just kind of like piddled into the net Ugh. but uh, uh, the, the the sad thing was it reminded me of brian shiver's winner against the la galaxy you know <laughs> nine years ago in the u.s open cup yeah it's like it was the exact same goal <laughs> you know and, and that and, and dave i'm glad you brought that up because it's like 
this has happened to other teams on our side like right so like we have given heartbreak to other teams in the short history of the nc courage and in many many different ways like we've scored extra time winners hell i think the the last uh what was it the um actually i was listening to uh lynn and uh sam's new podcast which is fantastic uh if you haven't listened to it, it's called snacks um and they were talking about the goal that they scored in the 2016 playoffs while they were the western new york flash and like that was an, yeah. like an i think that was an injury time or like a um I could be wrong, but it was like a, it was like a, a it, it was a go ahead goal of some kind. So it was like a heartbreaker too, because nobody was expecting it. They actually pulled off the routine that they were trying to pull off. Like that, that has happened to other teams on our account. I guess we were due. I guess we were due for one. Let, let's tell you what. <sighs> let me can, let's just set that game winner aside and let's get to yeah. the real reason that the courage lost this game. We have to say it. Paul Riley, Paul Riley got this one wrong. Yeah, sorry, Paul. He, you're absolutely right. got absolutely got this wrong. I do not understand how anyone can look at the performance of Kerry Ricaro and Skylar Debris at center back against Washington, and then decide, yes, those are Let's the two we again. want at center back <laughs> facing Midge Person Carly Lloyd, who. Uh, to be I, fair, to be fair, on on on, fair. on that to be fair, on that note about Midge Purse, she was on one on this game. Like, she, I have wow. Like when, when you can when you can free range dribble. I mean, yeah, two center backs. She looked great, but like that's a that's a player. When if you if she has the slightest bit of confidence. Bye bye. See you later. Like she's she's too damn good, and that is uh, why Paul Riley's decision was so bad. You, you, you have international, you have international level attackers out there. You need an international level defender on the pitch, and you had they one. Didn't think, they didn't think they were going to free Midge. Like who thought that <laughs> yeah. Gotham was going to free Midge? Like, because because yeah, it's kind of funny. Like because all last uh, uh, Challenge Cup. <laughs> She's like, come on, y'all, just let her run. Uh, but boy, they made up for it in this game. She she was just on one. I was man. like, free Midge, but then I was like, no, not well, like no, this. Let's stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> she was, not against us. It's like, yeah, freer, but like next game. She could have had a hat trick very easily. Um, like the 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 shot that almost went in for her third just went on the wrong side of the pole and hit the side netting. She easily could have had a hat trick in this game. And I would have been like, yeah, she deserves it because she scored the goals. Um, the first one that we gave up was just, she just walked into space um, for that goal. And that's why you needed Diane Caldwell on, on the pitch for this. You needed yeah. an international level defender. I mean, I know she had just gotten back from international duty, but if you're starting Denise O'Sullivan, who was right. playing on the exact same right. team, right. As Diane Paul said that she's not more fit. Distance. He says she's not fit for the courage. Who Diane Caldwell? Paul, Paul. when he did his uh, media, media availability, 
He said Diane Caldwell is not fit for the courage standard. <laughs> That's bullshit. But, but, That's but here's bull- the I'm sorry. Thing. That is that is bullshit. You, <laughs> she she has to start. She is an international level defender. She has to start. You have to run the risk that she will get tired in the second half in order to make sure that in that first half you get the lead. You're able to keep that lead and, and at least help carry that team as far as you can. And you know and take your chances on the last you know 15 20 minutes when she ha- when her legs are too tired and you have to start her i'll say this too uh a a she's not fit statement from paul riley is different than any other manager in this league saying she's not fit because the definition of fit for paul riley is running full stop for 90 minutes and not breaking a sweat so yeah he has a very high bar to, to to shoot for in terms of fitness but it was obvious she was fit enough to play a half and and dave going back to your point about paul getting it wrong you know he got it wrong he knows he got it wrong because mm-hmm. how often do you see both center backs subbed off you never in the see second it. half you never see you, it you, you never, never see, see that and 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 it was clear w- during this the early part of the second half how much more Caldwell and Kurtz, you know, were able to absorb Sky Blue's pressure and and keep them out of goal compared to Ricaro and Debris. And I would really like to know what exactly happened in practice that convinced Paul Riley to keep Kaylee Kurtz on the bench. Kaylee Kurtz is an experienced defender for us who has won some games for us in a pinch. She is someone who could handle that. You know, I mean, you're really putting a rookie and a midfielder ahead of an experienced defender. That's that was my that was my biggest gripe too. Sorry, Ebony. As my biggest gripe was was uh, Kaylee Kurtz. She's our essentially one. Like if if you could have if we wanted to play three at the back, she's the third, mm-hmm. right? Like she's the first off the bench if we if we need to sub in a defender uh, or a center back. Um, really scratching my head. I don't know. This is is this just Paul Riley going like fuck it, it doesn't really matter because it's the Challenge Cup, but so, it's very obvious that it does matter to everybody. <laughs> my question yes. is, nine out of, uh, is how many teams are there now? Nine? Ten? I don't know. What, ten. Uh, ten? So nine out of the ten teams have said this is preseason. Uh, <laughs> what? Which <laughs> I think, didn't Crystal Dunn call that out today? Yeah, she did. Uh, she basically said anyone who says this is preseason is, is, is full of shit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, they're lying. And and this was an important match for us in this particular competition. You know, I mean, the more I think about this, the more I feel like this is quite possibly the worst decision that Paul Riley has made in his four years here. And this is a man who once played Jessica McDonald in defense. <laughs> I mean, I, I, not, but the not thing that he wanted to. <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing about that is that it was partially an experiment, partially out of necessity, and it did not stop us from making the playoffs. This right. we needed a result in Jersey to have a, a good shot at winning this group because you have to win this group in order to play for the challenge cup final. And we blew it. We apps and we, and we didn't blow it in the 92nd minute. We blew it like from the jump because we did not have our best players out there doing what they needed to do. Tell you what, we just pull an oil rain. (laughs) I mean, they left Pino and, uh, yeah, 
fishlock on the bench to start versus fucking Portland. <laughs> who who like, you know, like people are out to see those players. Um, and it's, it's just not the same. Um, also, Dave, I think we were, we were discussing about where are we, are we ever going to see in the last episode, were we ever going to see O'Sullivan versus Zerboni? Have to keep waiting because yeah. she didn't even have to keep. Well, um, Zerboni apparently had a, a back injury of yeah. some sort. So they mentioned and the announcers actually forgot. One of the announcers <laughs> actually there. forgot that real didn't, didn't realize that McCall Zerboni wasn't even there um, on the bench. But speaking but, of injuries, I also have to ask this question. Hmm. Where's Taylor Smith? Is she injured yeah, right now? I, I don't know. Also not fit. Uh, allegedly. Like, <laughs> again, Paul Riley's definition. Like, what was all the training for? What was all the month and a half of training? She's not fit. She's not. Is she in, she's, she wasn't part of the U.S. national team camp, was she? No. No. So what, why is she not fit? Because her fitness level is not where it needs to be. And how yeah. and how is she not fit to play, you know, 10 minutes at the end of the game to 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 help give Merritt Mathias a breather? I mean, I understand, you know, to some extent replacing the fullbacks if they have tired legs at that point, because you do have Lindsay Agnew at left back and she didn't actually look too bad. No, yeah, yeah. First time we got uh, to see her. First time we got to see her, and you know, she's she looked like she could challenge for a starting position on this team. But on the other hand, it's like Merritt Mathias comes out, and I I don't remember if Merritt Mathias got a yellow card or not in this she match. Did. I could, yeah, I eventually, I, <laughs> eventually, and and I kind of suspected that you know she she was coming off in part because you know you wanted to avoid her getting that second yellow. But I don't see why Taylor Smith couldn't come in for ten minutes and do the job. This is a woman who shut down Megan Rapino one you know a few years ago for us, and suddenly she's third choice at right back i i know I'm, I'm no soccer player um but i just play one on a podcast i i don't know if you're quote unquote not fit in the eyes of paul riley um if you're asked to come on for 10 minutes and basically he just tells you run like hell you're gonna get fit pretty damn quick mm -hmm. i'm just saying it was like if your job if he tells you run Anytime you get the ball, kick it the fuck away. Um, I think a, a relatively unfit player could do that for 10 minutes. Fuck, I could do that for 10 minutes. I wouldn't be able to keep up and I'd be terrible at it, but I, I would do my best. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Merritt did not get a game, get a yellow this game. Oh, I thought she did. I, I could have uh, scored. in the fuck mob, she did not. Huh. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I'm thinking of a time where uh, it was towards the end in stoppage time. Any and other game? She was, yeah, and or or it's towards the end of the game, and Merritt Mathias was kind of mouthing at the ref, and the ref was like, "Yo, chill, <laughs> chill, or I might give you a yellow." <laughs> well, uh, we might, we might, we might. I might have been. Know what yellows are. Well, well they, it found out what yellows were when Emily Sonnet and Kelly O'Hara were playing last night. What did we say? Emily Sonnet's a walkie yellow card. <laughs> she really. The is. fact that she made that. The fact that she made a tackle like that on Alex Morgan too. I mean, I, I'm surprised Ashlyn Harris didn't come and just punch her in the mouth for that. Mm. Um, let's think. Uh, let's right. let's try and be positive and talk <laughs> about some of the good things that happened in this game, because there well, were a decent amount of good things. Well, we did say in the last episode that Dabinia was she was off of her game a bit against Washington, and if she was on her game, she would have easily had two goals in that one. Well, she got her two goals in this one. <laughs> I mean, the attack with 
you know, McDonald. It was like carbon Dubinia. copies. Yeah. yeah. With McDo- McDonald and Dubinia have been fantastic. Uh, and they were absolutely on in this match. Yeah. Which, yeah I mean, which, the, which makes the, the loss suck even more. Is it like all that effort and that tireless effort for 90 minutes plus just nothing to show for it? Because um, I'm sure they would both gladly replace their goals with a win. <laughs> yeah, I would. And, and I'm, I'm also going to say this based on current form. I don't know if Vladko Andonovsky's watching, but right now I right. I would seriously consider, you know, giving Jess McDonald a look on the national team again seriously. because she is playing extremely well. In fact, I was actually thinking the other day, what would it be like to have a front line? You know, we're playing that 4-3-3. Imagine having a front line of Crystal Dunn, Midge Purse, and Jess McDonald right now Ooh, in the right form now? that they're in the like, form that they're in. In the form that they're in. Oh my God. Like the defense can go and, and have Crystal a Crystal would never play up front for. <laughs> right, right. There's that too. Good yeah. <laughs> Mostly because they'd find a way to work Kristen Press in the lineup instead, I guess. But. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I get it too, but I don't like it. Crystal Dunn yeah. is a forward uh, who scores goals. Yes. Um, and who tells I, I, the I, truth about the challenge cup. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it for for you a quote unquote utility player the Crystal Dunn is, uh, it's silly not to have the best eleven you could possibly have on the field for the women's national team. I get that, but boy, that would just be fun to watch. Inform all three of them in form. I mean, lock it up. But yeah. Can we talk a bit about uh, the player who is replacing Crystal Dunn in the lineup right now? Because Haley Mace hmm. seems to, like to a, say she's replacing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't replace Crystal Dunn. I get that. But it's like Haley Mace, I feel like we still haven't seen the best of her yet. And I'm not quite sure why. She did get the assist on one of Dominia's goals, but... I feel like we still haven't quite seen the best of her yet. And Paul Riley has a very quick hook with her. Yeah. Very quick hook. It's uh, Dave and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording that, uh, that Midge purse seems like the type of player where, um, or the type of forward, I should say, um, because you know, your job is to score goals. If, there's frustration in the lack of goals that it starts to impact them mentally. Uh, I could see a little bit of the frustration starting to come out a little bit with her. Uh, you mean with, a, Ma- with Mace? With Mace, or with Mace? Yeah. So who did I say? You said Midge Purse. Sorry. Yeah, Midge. There was no she's, frustration. She's with in, she's Purse. she's in my head, rent free, man. She's just too damn good. Uh, no, uh, Mace. Yes. Um, she's she just I don't know. I I wonder if Paul is just trying to keep keep the the short hook on her on purpose, um, just to make sure that he gives her the right balance of fitness and confidence. Um, I I I will withhold judgment on her f- fully when the proper season starts and we're defending our two-time NWSL champions title um i feel like mace on the one hand i feel like 
if once Mace finally scores for us, that we're going to see so much more from her. Yeah. It's like she gets that one boost of confidence and it'll it'll be like Ashley Hatch was four years ago. She finally gets that first goal and then it's just goal upon goal upon goal. I could see that. That said, I'm also thinking in the back of my head that right now Deanne Rose might be looking at this team and thinking she's got a chance to start. Yeah, because she, um, I think, um, who is it that uh, that said that uh, Paul Riley said that she's might she might be coming into camp soon? That's um, what I, I've heard that as well, but we don't know for certain. We're, I mean, we're still, I she because she wanted to stay at Florida, I think through this particular season, but she's been playing well for the Canadian national team. I believe she got a goal for them uh, during, during this last, uh, during this last international break. So. I uh, No, her season's ended with, uh, with Florida though. So. Yeah. It's that weird. It's that weird time where uh, she could technically come and play. Would she ha- could, is it like a USL where, well, no, it's different, right? For, for the NWSL, if you're in college and you want to play in the pros, that's it. Like there's mm-hmm. no going back. Right. Correct. Yeah, Correct. So what a, what a concept. Oh, Paul says she's <laughs> Paul says she comes in the 25th through the eight, 28th, somewhere in there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That, that is interesting. Okay. Uh, it adds a little, uh, and of course our new signing a James, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. It's just call her has, 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 James. right. Has that's her nickname. Um, apparently she's, close to coming into camp as well mm-hmm. um so positive things are on the horizon um Dabinia's doing the things still criminally underrated in this league it it her her play in this game kind of just reminded me about how how killer a season she had the last full season we had in the league and she was second team i think all in wsl the <laughs> shrug she got she got the, voted second team all in WSL. Like, Dabinia Shrug dot gif. This this is why we shouldn't let fans vote. Because mm. they vote with their hearts all the time. And then mm. the NWSL is is more uh guilty than probably any other pro league I've seen. Um I mean, but like, the Ashland Harris save of the week is coming up <laughs> next week. So <laughs> Right, right. It's like they're worse than Arsenal fans at ballot stuffing online uh, polls. Um, so, yeah, there there are good there are good things to take from this game. Like we said earlier, um, we came back, we fought back twice down a goal. Uh, we've done that in two consecutive games now. A little worrying, but again, like Dave said, we're starting not our back line. And it just goes to show how important Abby Ursig is, not just as a presence and as a, an intelligent mind to sort out the defense, but she's the captain. She's the source of inspiration. She's, uh, I mean, she'll get in your face if you're not pulling your weight. Um, but that being said, uh, Jess McDonald has done a really fantastic job of being um, the captain in the meantime. Uh, she has been leading by example. Wow. Um, I I really hope she does get another look for the national team. 
I will say I was a little worried when Jess scored that uh, equalizer yeah. in the second half and had that hard collision. Because I was uh, Gotham's I, goalkeeper. I wanted to celebrate, but two things. One, I thought the they were going to wave it back because it was quote too dangerous, or like the you know it's going to be one of those things like the goalie always should have the advantage in that situation. Um, and two, obviously that I thought she had a concussion, and I thought because the way she was sitting, she was laying on the ground, but her like neck was up. A little bit that it didn't really, look good it did not look good it, it didn't look good i was having flashbacks to uh, wayne crabred of the new york jets when he suffered like his 10th concussion in the wayne? nfl <laughs> Holy shit. i i don't wow. know why Holy i don't shit. i literally don't know why that <laughs> particular name came up in my head but i i don't know why i remember that right I don't, I don't know why I remember that. I know. I don't know why I remember. And the Jets still suck, by the way. Uh, but And I don't know why I remember that particular concussion, but it always has stood out in my so head. Funny to me. I, you know, I'm not a big NFL guy, but for whatever reason, you say that name and it took me a sec. Like I had to do like the, the like the math lady meme where it's just like stuff is happening in front of you. I was like, oh, why do I know that name? Oh, my God. <laughs> what an yeah. old school name. Wow, white crewbet. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so there's uh, fear not, courage fans. Um, we'll get them in the next one. Uh, one other thing. Well, the that, problem with that though is that we don't control our own destiny in this right. division anymore. I mean, it, it we gave it to Gotham in this. Yeah. I mean, they all they need now is I mean, at this point, all they need now is is a draw at Washington and a win at Louisville. And at that point, even if we went out, we don't have enough points. Yeah, this ain't your mom's sky blue anymore, folks. No. In no. fact, there was a there was an interesting theory that um, this is the so ever since the rebrand, it's like the uh, the I forget which player on their team said that it's like the good girl gone bad, like that they're and they're like they're like leaning into that feeling of like uh, <clears throat> I can't even explain it, but like that they're they're leaning into the uh the new darker sinister branding and for whatever reason that's given them a lift which it's a bland jersey with a sash chill out uh, Gotham. it's but it's black <laughs> like batman um now their, their logo is pretty cool though um and yeah i i'll say this it it's definitely better than anything sky blue has ever produced in their history and that's saying something mm -hmm. um although i wouldn't be i wouldn't hate a sash on our kids i'm just saying i, I would mean, like i to. don't mind the sash but everyone's bringing it i don't mind a sash everyone knows that i am team sash and team hoops okay <laughs> what i don't Everybody like likes lines <laughs> is what i don't like is people coming out oh it's such a legendary kit it's a blue jersey with a sash and the colors don't even match yeah the blue were, the light blues don't match they were playing it you're right actually uh and they were playing it safe because they didn't want the rebrand to be um kind of overshadowed by everybody talking about how shit the kit is which by the way can we just talk for a second speaking of kits uh, i know we're getting off subject but uh talk about like over hyping and under delivering nobody he, he, folks soccer fans one one provider you do not want to be for your kit provider is puma because if you think puma. if you think that <laughs> templates are bad 
at least Adidas and Nike have what appear to be at least a dozen, but Puma, one template. <laughs> you get three, you get blank, three. lawn, or hex. But, but at least the colors can make it look different every time. But Puma, one kit color with a hexagonal, uh, uh, you know, pattern in the background, hilarious. Uh, so many. Did they exhibit us. We heard you like hexes, so we gave you hexagons or hexagons <laughs> for like sixteen different teams. Y'all are conca calf, right? You like hexes? All right, cool. Yeah, it's uh, don't don't don't. Uh, also, Puma is very anti uh, uh, supporter in terms of their fit. Uh, apparently, it's very very tight, or at least it has been in the past. So um you don't want puma for that reason too because you now you have to do like fucking geometry to figure out what size you should order um don't yeah don't puma do better anyways yeah dave dave like you said we don't control our own destiny very much opposite of how we were at the last challenge cup um and and after watching uh, the Washington Orlando game last night, I'm kind of wondering, you know, how our last game is going to play out because Alex Morgan has suddenly started caring about club soccer. Eh, this week, I, this week, yeah, I, yeah. this this week, <laughs> perhaps. But but that's the thing. It's like we we've known for years that Alex Morgan has been far more focused on the national team than she has been on her club team. And there was that one year where she's played like she scored like five goals in five games for the national team where, and she scored, I think five goals for like the entire season uh, uh, in Orlando. And it should tell you how little, sorry, Dave, it should tell you how little she really cares about her club soccer when she signed for Spurs, uh, you know? Yeah. But she was, she was very much on, I, I have a feeling that, you know, Vladko was, you know, under the radar telling people, Hey, you know, I want to see how your club performance is. Um, and I kind of wondering if Alex got that message and decided that she was going to lean into, you know, that particular game last night and say, Hey, yeah, I'm still Alex fucking Morgan. I'm still going to get it done. And I mean, she did, she set up Sydney LaRue for a great goal and she was back defending to help them, uh, um, keep a clean sheet. So Orlando stars finally showed up. You know? Orlando finally Orlando showed up. And that's, I think that's going to make, you know, our game on May 1st kind of interesting because I, I haven't seen Orlando defend quite like that in quite some time, but they haven't played us yet. Um, True. And True. we haven't played them in a very long time. And, <laughs> and Washington's finish and Washington's finishing so far in this competition has not been great. Yeah, man, if they could have put some of those chances away in, in their first game against us, I mean, we, we could be talking about 0-2 right now. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we got by with a, a cheeky chip from Merritt Mathias, and we called it a day. Uh, the thing with Orlando is I saw a tweet when they won. It's been over 600 days since their last win before that one. Mm. A lot mm. of that has to do with not playing in the Challenge Cup. But... But even if they did, technically... But they played games after that. Well, but right. And technically, the Challenge Cup doesn't count towards anyone's or any team's uh, like actual wins and losses and goals and stuff. You remember that last Challenge Cup 
where like a bunch of players, like a bunch of players got their first goal. And they're like, actually, <laughs> mm. it, it may be their first pro goal, but it won't count in the record books because it's not an NWSL official match. So maybe the rules are different this year. I could see them doing something where, you know, it's league ties and cup ties and they kind of keep the competition separate, but they should still count the goal. They should. They should. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a player, I'm counting any goal or assist that comes in. And if like you're someone like Haley Mace, you're like, I'm definitely counting that assist because I need something to get me going Mm -hmm. for the love of God. Yeah. um, Not so great news. Portland has already clinched the West. What does that say about the quality of Portland versus the quality of the other teams they're playing that they've already clinched? Portland has uh, Crystal done now. Uh, mm. I mean, it just means, well, look at the teams they've played. Chicago can't find the back of the net. Right. They couldn't hit water from a boat at this point. Um, the rain didn't start Megan Rapino. Yeah, I watched the rain and uh, the dash, and I'm just like, what? What was the hype again about the rain? Because I'm just not seeing it here. Like, I I couldn't quite figure out what was they've so got special. Tazaria King. They do, but it, but she didn't even start in that game. She came on at, in like she the did. 80th minute. She started. She not started not. for versus Portland. No, oh, I'm talking about uh, OL Rain versus uh, the dash. Oh. Yeah, she didn't yeah, start in no. that game. Ridiculous. It's like, no. that's your best player. <laughs> Come on. Our best young player. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a mixture and of both. And then we don't a- acknowledge the first game. Right, right. Uh, I think in, in terms of our racket side or our East side, it does seem that every other team has um, maybe uh, overachieved and every team in the West has underachieved except for Portland. Uh, and Portland has just taken advantage of it better than we have. I mean, they've played three games. We've only played two. So there's that too. Um, I don't know. This uh, is weird. It's it, weird because, again, <laughs> a lot of teams are treating it as preseason. Sure. <laughs> preseason, I should say. Right. But this yeah. is a competition. This is this this is this is a trophy on offer. And this is not this is not like the Emirates Cup where Arsenal brings in three pikers and and <laughs> and then claims a trophy. It's like no, this this is an actual trophy with with every team in the league, you know, fighting for it. And it feels like the East is the is like the competitive division oh, yeah. right now. It's far, you know, far more than the West. So I, I, I think you have, you have to go for it. You have to, you know, just like you, just like last year, you had, you know, this last year, the challenge cup was practically the only trophy on offer. You had to go for it. You had to, you know, put your best foot forward and, and get it done. Yeah. I mean, if this is, if this competition gets you something to hold and celebrate with, and it goes in your trophy cabinet, it's not preseason. Right. You know, like it's just not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we win trophies here. Right. You know, this is a club that we have, you know, and Paul, Paul Riley, he brought standards here, you know, he, and with that, he brought expectations. You know, this is not like the Railhawks slash NCFC side <laughs> where we've been listening to the curb your enthusiasm theme in the background <laughs> for the last 10 years. Paul, I've got a t shirt on right now that's got six trophies on the back of it. And I came into this competition knowing that. Even without 
Crystal Dunn and Sam Mewis and Abby Dahlkemper. And those are big losses. Mm -hmm. Even without them, we seemed perfectly capable of making this Challenge Cup our seventh trophy. And now, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Paul Riley also, uh, Neil Morris, by the way, was the one that kind of broke some of that stuff about um, Rose and, and James coming back. But he also hinted at a, quote, massive, unquote, signing coming our way. But... Uh, as some of us in the Slack have already talked about, uh, Paul Riley does have a bit of a way to kind of over-exaggerate when it comes to news. <laughs> <laughs> like a massive signing to him is probably not as massive to us. Um, I mean, if it's like, if it's Sam Mewis, like let's just say, for example, if it's Sam Mewis coming back, I think he would say, this is bloody massive or something you know, like it'd be, it would be something like you're really going to like this news. But when he just goes, this is massive. Like, all right. It's probably somebody we probably couldn't even research right now. It's just kind of, he's just going to pluck out of thin air. We're going to go, wow, they look like a very capable player, but I wouldn't call it massive. Okay. Um, but I mean, if you want to talk massive, let's talk about, you know, Oa Orin announcing that, you know, Jennifer Marajan and, and Sarah Buhati were, were coming to this league after the so- French, season was over so it begins (laughs) there's there's the ol tie coming coming strong now i still i I still have yeah Yeah. i still have night i still have nightmares about that worldie that marajan scored in the icc against us so oh remember the icc remember when that was the thing and before covid and all that man that was fun man that was fun I would like us to be a part of that again someday soon but they kind of it seems like they're going through all the all the all the other nwsl clubs before they maybe come back to us um although i don't know if i mentioned this before speaking of icc we played manchester city and that was that do y'all think that that was part of the deal that abby and sam deal had already been done basically and that they're like well all right come over here and play us and and we'll split the profits from the tournament no no i'm not i'm not buying that or they they were just scouting at that point yeah, it, I, I could see Man City's basically scouting and saying, yeah, oh, yeah, we, we'd love to have her play for us. We'd love to have her play for us. And, you know, God knows they've got the money for it. But I, I don't I can't imagine that was a done deal during the ICC when when they were when Sam Mewis and Abby Dahlkemper were both there for uh, the Challenge Cup. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist when it comes to this sort of thing, but I'm just saying. Um, right. Okay. Well, we got we got two we got two more games to go, and we got to win them both if we want to have any sort of chance of uh, getting a shot at Portland for the championship. So, yeah. uh, we got uh, racing Louisville coming up on uh, the Monday, 26th. the twenty sixth. Yep. Uh, and it's at Louisville. Uh, so if we end up giving up a goal to them, everyone's going to have an epileptic fit. Um, and, and then we've got uh, or Orlando uh, at home on uh, Saturday. So that, that's that given how Orlando played last night, I have to say that's going to be an interesting one. Honestly, that's a Louisville game would be interesting. At, 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 at racing, uh, um, they've they've they too have punched above their weight at times uh, already. Uh, being an expansion uh, club, they're competitive. I'm a little worried about both. 
but I think a little worry is good. Uh, I, by no means do I think we're going to steamroll them both, although that would be nice. I don't know. We do have a history of steamrolling Orlando. So. We do. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I'm... I'm st- Okay, yeah, that'll make me feel... Depending on how the Louisville game goes, I'll feel either extra confident about Orlando or just regular confident about Orlando. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have to win both of those games. Uh, like Dave said, we have to win out and and then have some results go our way just to be and, able to sneak into the final. And hopefully we'll, we'll actually be able to see Diane Caldwell play 90 minutes against <sighs> Louisville because we're, we're going to need her and we're going to need a lot of our best players out there. And Havana Salon, of course, missed, you know, this right. game as well. We didn't even mention that. That's true. You know, she missed, she missed this game because of a back, uh, some kind of back injury, I believe. Uh, but we don't, you know, we don't know if we'll see her back again. Hopefully we will, but it, cause she was pretty impressive against Washington and we could use, you know, someone to help center the midfield like that. Mm-hmm. Although I, I'll say, too Carson Pickett has has done well again in that game and um really really has a good pass on her uh, I'm, I'm really she impressed. underrated she is um I, I you know I barely knew much about her unfortunately you know I'm not that big of a fan of any other team that's playing <laughs> like uh thankfully now that um you know they're on Paramount plus it's easier to watch than ever before uh, but I, I didn't really watch a whole lot of her games, but wow, um, what a pickup. I'm, I'm really starting to, to like what we've gotten out of her. Um, yeah, Dave, you said earlier about like, we don't have Sam Mios, we don't have Abby Camper, we don't have Crystal Dunn, and that all, we had them all last Challenge Cup and how much we have changed and the league has changed looks. Everybody's moved around, all the, the you know, puzzle pieces have moved everywhere. Um, but we still have a lot of talent though. We should have enough talent to be able to carry this division. Yeah, we do. Um, I just think we need to start maybe shoring up some of that defense, but anyways, um, okay. Okay. We, 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 we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this because of the context of everything that's going on right now. So let's go back to that Portland and OL rain game. This is why we should not have national anthems anymore because this kind of shit keeps happening. Uh, Speaking of course about literally every single player on both teams taking a knee because except both both teams, the technical staff, referees. Well, referees were standing. Referees have to stand. No, they nailed. No, I'm pretty sure they were standing. I don't know, but regardless, standing or kneeling, that's that for, for them. No, no one's going to think anything of it. Everybody hates the referees anyways. <laughs> the only player, Ebony, who's the only player that decided that they were going to make a, a bigger statement and make it all about them. <laughs> it's your favorite player, not mine, Lindsay Hurray. <laughs> she my favorite player. <laughs> I just um, find it funny that she can stand for personal reasons and Portland fans be silent. Mm. But Hinkle's mm. on our team for three years. 
and every supporter was from then on called homophobic all types of names so i'm just wondering portland where is your rage right same energy you gave me and my friends mm-hmm. have towards your own players because that's crazy yeah you're absolutely right if if the and and looking at it beyond it's just yeah the same energy uh, it's so if we are homophobes because we have a player who has chosen not to do something or to do something for quote personal reasons then what are what are they uh boot are we calling them bootlickers are we calling them you know like what why oh a oh, white privilege fc was that uh, what we're calling them i like that one i'm with that uh, uh white privilege fc is now the portland thorns yeah um you could argue that uh lindsey haran she stands for something and she falls for anything <laughs> it's just man i don't know it's just like the chauvin <sighs> The, the, the Chauvin trial verdict just came out maybe a day earlier. Uh, everyone's still reeling from it. Everyone's still trying to come to terms with it. Everyone else on both teams was smart about this and understood that, the, that this is bigger than them. And yet Haran, I mean, what was the, re- so she has, so is, is it, does she have family in the military? Does she have family in police force? Like what's, what's I mean, at her this point? It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But I'm just like, how deep is your conviction? Like how deep does it go? If, do you just like, are you just like, I don't agree. I, I want to do my own thing versus my dad was a police officer. And so I'm all about the, the back in the blue. I just want to know what what level of commitment are you is 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 your standard so I know how much I need to hate you for it because or hate on you for it because like look I like I I we have family friends that have that are police officers um but I could still disagree with the way that they police even though I'm close to someone who was a police officer. Is that, you know, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like, like you can, you can be a, a, a military family member and disagree with the military and it's in the way that they do in the, in the complex and everything. Like you can be on both sides of this. If you really, if, as long as you're not like just being, you know, wishy-washy. That's why, like, this... I mean, they've got Julie Arts for that. <laughs> but that—that's why, like, I'm, that's why I'm just like trying to figure this one out. Like, why is this so important to you that you know that you're going to be the only one standing? Just, just fucking kneel, and then can we just retire the whole concept of national anthems to begin with? Because. Or at least not have the players on the pitch when the national anthem is happening because it's not necessary. It's just so, it's just, it's so performative. Like the whole concept of rah, rah, USA, like this, this is just weird. No other country does this except us. We're just so weird with our patriotism. We take it to an unhealthy level. And then we get people like Lindsey Horan. That's, you know, save, save the anthems for national team games. 
Exactly. When it actually makes sense to do that, because I don't know, it's like you got players from all kinds of different nationalities on that field. You know what? I will give you a concession. You can play the national anthem if you play the national anthem of every single player on the pit. Yeah, right. That make that 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 I'd be fine with if we're just if we're gonna do it. Let's just be fair, right? right. Oh, but that's going too far. Well, then just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, but Portland went plus one on the racism, so it's okay. <laughs> we'll just keep going. I'm just like, you have Crystal fucking done on your team. Have you not spoke? You you know her very well. You played with her in the national team. How have you not spoken with? How have how have you not spoken with her and gone? Oh wow. Hmm. It's not about me. It's about us. It's about something bigger. It's about making well, a statement. You went way together. above the white privilege line. Oh yeah, apparently. What? Well, it's so hard to cross that. Apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, it's it's just infuriating. I don't know. And we're not. Hey, I'll, I'll, uh, th- this too. Our team also has a a player or two that decides that they want to stand, and not, they're still on my shit list too. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, don't don't think that we don't hate our own players for doing that shit. We one thousand percent do, uh, and we have rightfully called them out for it. Um, but thankfully, they're third choice on yeah. the bench now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we need three keepers, but apparently, she's good enough to be on the bench. I don't know. Um, yeah, so just had to bring Speak- that up. Speaking of goalkeepers, do we want to talk about uh, the goalkeeper that uh, NCFC uh, signed before we uh, before we yeah. sign off on this one? Let's do. Yeah. He's a young kid. He's from Fulham. He just yep. was the Fulham Academy. Mm-hmm. Fulham Academy. Yep. That's wild I, that I mean, we that we got a player that we got a player from Fulham. I don't know with, much without about him. having without having a, 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 a stupid partnership to go along with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does I he does he instantly become Jonathan's favorite player? <laughs> Jonathan, that would be our fair. Jonathan. Yeah, being a Fulham fan. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Uh, in fact, I'm surprised we haven't asked his opinion on this, but uh, he's probably in the middle of a baseball game right now. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we now have four keepers uh, for NCFC, so there's that. Um, I but at this point, we haven't seen them play so i can't even tell you who's who's on that uh depth chart for for starting keeper which is great because it means it's it's open season for literally everybody we're starting from absolute zero with ncfc so I saw a tweet earlier today. It was like, hey, would you support your team if they were relegated to, to the league below or even below that? I'm like, fam, that's exactly what we're doing. Yes. We're doing right now. We're doing it right now. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> of course we would. Like, like what? I'm just going to down tools and go, yeah, Charlotte FC looks pretty good from over there. No, no. This is my this is my hometown team. Um, of course I'm going to support them. Um if they went to league two, I'd still go to games, you know? Um, so anyways, yeah, I think that about wraps it up unless we got anything else. Yeah. No, I think that, I think we covered it all tonight. (laughs) I think we did. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, good thing. No one listens to this. (laughs) We get a lot of Portland (laughs) shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good thing no one's listening because we get a lot of Portland fans getting angry in our mentions, but um, that's okay. Go go right ahead if you want to. That's that's fine. Go go ahead and die mad about it. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Uh, Ebony, why don't you tell the fine folks at home uh, why we're here? It's <laughs> an we're existential question. Tasty. We're brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company right here in downtown Raleigh. TastyBeverageCo.com. And we're brought to you by the London Bridge Pub. Woo, Ebony. There you uh, go. Where Uproar, NC, uh, OCS, and Red Eye Rowdies host their watch parties, which they will be doing again for the game versus Louisville. There we go. Yeah, there you Works. go. Uh, Dave, any any news about Uproar that you want to pitch before we go? There is, there is one thing I want to mention. That is the uh, Uproar uh, Pride Raiser. Uh, we are uh, attempting to raise money for the uh, Black Farmers Market in Raleigh, North Carolina through prideraiser.org. Um, all these supporters groups are uh, donating money per goal uh, for, um, for their causes. And at the moment, we're, uh, we're lagging behind a little bit uh, in terms of total donations per goal, although given the number of goals we scored, we might mm-hmm. actually be equal to some teams at this point. Right. So uh, if you are able to, uh, please go to prideraiser.org, or actually, it's, I believe it's uproar.prideraiser.org, and uh, go uh, check out our, our, uh, our fundraiser, and uh, please contribute if you're able to. Yeah. So it's a good cause. Black Farmers Market is really awesome uh, locally here. Um, and uh, it's a great opportunity to give some money to a good cause and, and help them grow because they deserve it. Um, yes. Yeah. What a concept of uh, helping the local community. That's right. Um, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to be a bully over here. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> On that note, thank you all very much for listening. We'll see you all next week, hopefully after a Everybody, be safe. Have a good night. Peace.